you pray whether you feel like praying or not. You pray when you are broke, and you pray when you are blessed, and you pray when you are down, Plus and you pray you. when you Plus are down. Because prayer is a necessity for survival and for the maintenance of daily victory for the believer. Radio Kumasi, your ultimate radio experience. It's a Friday evening, the fifth day of August in the year of our Lord 2022. Um, we apologize for the delay, you know. Um, we're working with machines, and sometimes uh, the unexpected happens. But in all of these, um, and however long the night, the dawn shall still break. The dawn has broken for me, my Ghana, this evening. We are grateful to the Almighty God for how far He's brought us. So, you welcome once again to Memangana here on Plus Radio Kumasi, your ultimate radio experience. Okay, so we wouldn't waste much time, you know, we've already spent so much time fixing and doing something. So quickly we go on to the online portal review segment. We quickly go on to the online portal review segment. And today is a special episode. Today is a special episode. Today is a special episode. Uh, but before we announce to ourselves a special episode, we have crude oil. A price of crude oil falls to almost 90% per barrel. Uh, the world market and this is coming from okay so there's the news on on ghana web online ghanaweb.com i beg your pardon and still on ghana web we have ghana's economy is growing this is coming from uv grant and then government's not aware of seven billion us dollars judgment debt this is coming from energy ministry in response to um claims by the minority group in parliament and we also said okay this is a flashback and on peacefmonline.com peacefmonline.com there are many stories there for us on peacefmonline.com uh yes peacefmonline.com interesting stories making the headlines interesting stories making the headlines so on peacefmonline.com and this is coming from the nie boss he's saying that um, not everyone will have ghana card by september ending it's unrealistic and impossible this is coming from Professor Ken Adiman Atifa, who is the executive director of the National Identification Authority. So he's saying that it is unrealistic, it is impossible for everybody to get a Ghana card. So he is 
Patlin Esla Uhusu Ekufol MP, the Minister for Communication and Digitalization, who doubles as the Member of Parliament for Ablikuma West, otherwise known as Nansoman. And then we also have IMF program will not affect free SHS pro poor policies. Okay, so this is coming from President Ekufuado. And then Ghanaians with Ghana card problems can go to regional district offices from Monday, August 8. This is coming from the National Identification Authority. Still on p7online.com, we have no mass registration exercise again for Ghana cards. No mass registration exercise again for Ghana cards. NIA boss still assets. And then we also have um, Russia to blame for food insecurity in Africa. This is coming from US, from the United States. Okay, so don't use only Ghana card. It can disenfranchise millions. Don't use Ghana card. It can disenfranchise millions. And this is coming from uh, Dr. Kwejo Afarijan. He's telling the EC, you know, the EC is a certain, or they are saying that um, we are going to use the Ghana card. And for that matter, Ghanaians are going to use the Ghana card for um, our electoral processes. So if you don't have the Ghana card, um, the EC is telling you that in 2024, your name will not be in the voters register. So we entreat all Ghanaians to do their Ghana cards so that um, you can also um, um, be part of the electoral processes in 2024 December. So um, because of time constraints, this is where we end with um, the online portal review segment. So like I said, today the Madiba segment is going to be a special one um, going the, uh, the abnormal or uh, the unusual way. So it's a Friday evening. This evening I'm ably supported by Mr. Benjamin Sapong and then we are monumentally supported by Miss Thesi Gambra wherever you are good evening and then we are also ably supported by miss um, nanama from poma very soon you hear her voice she says she has a take in the ghana card issue and then technician on duty udru is also here with us okay so the madiba take is a special one adam So, um, uh, before the Madiba take comes, or before we give you what we have for the Madiba take today, today we are looking at, yesterday was the Founders Day, and so I guess for 
1947 is where the United Gold Coast Convention was formed. And yeah, still on August 4, we have the Aborigines Rights Protection Society, ARPS, um, and that led to the formation of the UGCC. Uh, we're looking at the struggle of independence from uh, then up till now. And we look back at the journey so far. So we will have Mr. Timothy Kwame Amwa, a political activist, to share with us um, yeah, his experience, what he also sees with regard to the topic for today. And then we also would ask this question is the attitude of the Ghanaian questionable the Ghanaian the ordinary Ghanaian do we or does he or she have to do something about his or her attitude it's very broad and the guest will also have uh, to come in to dissect and give us how and what he thinks with regard to the topic for today and so with that we would have Mr. Felix Martin Ajiman who is a social activist to also share with us what he thinks but this uh, these are the things or the topics that we shall be looking into that is if time permits us you can send in your comments or your messages to 0553 the messages are coming in already and i've seen your message at the right time i'm going to read it for you 0553 and if you're on the plus radio fan page you can also send your messages over there and at the appropriate time we are going to read that for you once again stay tuned stay connected this is me my gun on plus radio my name is Emmanuel Kweku from Paul Manson, affectionately called Madiba. Okay, so the Madiba take today, it's not going to have the we cry for peace herald and the madiba take but it's a special one we say a very big thank you to the almighty god for how five brothers and so to god be the glory today is exactly one year that we started Mema in ghana on plush radio actually the date was august 6 but tomorrow is august 6 when we don't come and it was a friday so today is um, technically one year that we started Memangana on Plash Radio and I will say special thank you to you, to my guests so far, but a big thank you to Bobby wherever you are. I say thank you very much for everything and Miss Thessy Gambra wherever you are, thank you very much for everything. Um, it's a year already, it's a year already, it's a year already, it's a year already, it's a year already. Thank you very much, Bobby and Thessy. Now, for the past one year, we've had um, people gracing the show, gracing Mama in Ghana from near and afar over the phone in studio to share with us what they also think, to share with us what they also think and their thoughts about everything. Now, we started Mama in Ghana with Amazing Grace. Amedume Ajato, she is the WOCOM or the Women's Commissioner, Sociology Department at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. Thank you very much, Amazing Grace, wherever you are. And then Mr. Peter Bewa, thank you very much for everything. Samuel Nana Buaje, Augustine Asante Kotoko, and then Michael A. Mensa, affectionately called Network, Rita Mensa, Confidence, Mausi, Godfred Asantinyakon, Timothy, Mark Fumi, Mabinkan, Daniel, Dere, Jonathan, Finny, Jan, Dan, Sobafo, 
Hamza Muhammad Sharif, Nerwele Balbi John, Prophetess Marigold Dutrisousu, Gracious Dondari, Timothy Kwame Amwa, Felix Martin Ajiman, Monin Izo Michelange. The list is in no particular order. So these people have been our guests, these resource persons have been our guests from August 6th through to today. We say thank you very much on behalf of the production team and the executive producer. We say thank you very much. And then special mention to people that I could say that they've never missed our shows. Dokas Ama Okonenje in Wales, United Kingdom. Thank you very much. I've seen your message. You're listening to us. Solomon Ofori in Techiman in Suta. Thank you very much. Anago Kosi, thank you very much. I've seen your messages in far away. Uagadugu in Burkina Faso. Thank you very much. Maybe Zousu, you are at Joansa Polyclinic. Thank you very much. Augustina Kushiato in Sege in the greater Accra region. Thank you very much. Ambrose Kofi Aka, Neni Kofi Aka at Senyabroku. Thank you very much. Esther Akosia Techi, thank you very much. Florence Belinda, my siblings, thank you very much. Prophet or oh, Pastor Bright Tabri, you heard his voice this morning on Plus Morning Dew. Apostle Dora Dankwa, thank you very much. And then Mom Joyce Benua, um, affectionately called Mama Africa. So, this is the pe- first part of the list. And at the appropriate time, the second part of the list is going to come. So, thank you very much to your Almighty God. Thank you very much to everybody for today. It's a one year, and we know that history will be our best year. Thank you to you all on Memai Ghana, on Plus Radio, Kumasi, for listening to us from near and afar. Plus Radio, Plus Radio.
So very soon we'll go on to the phone lines to speak to our first guest, Mr. Felix Martin Ajiman, who is a social activist to uh, for him to share with us what he thinks, uh, his views on the question we are asking. That is our first topic. We're not going to spend so much time in about five, ten minutes. We will um, be with him for him to share what he thinks with us. We are asking if the Ghanaian attitude is also questionable. What are our attitudes? towards um how we uh, towards work towards everything that is what we're looking at so in a bit we'll go on to the phone lines to speak to our guest for this evening So we go on to the phone lines to speak to our guest for this evening. Um, FM. Yes, sir. Good evening. You welcome to Mema in Ghana here on Plus Radio Kumasi. Good evening. All right. We'll Happy hap- anniversary. <laughs> I heard you are one year today, and I wish to congratulate you for the good work you are doing for the development of Ghana and Asante as a whole. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, MMG is one year today, so. Um, so who is FM? Mr. Felix Martin Ajiman in a bit, in a, in a split of 30 seconds, you tell us about yourself. Uh, FM, affectionately called, is a teacher by profession and also a religious leader, a catechist of the Presbyterian Church of Ghana as well. I'm, I'm happily married with two kids. Oh, okay. So I think there's a few I can say about myself. All right. So then, quickly, we ask our question: Is the is the attitude of the ordinary Ghanaian questionable? Your opening remarks on that. Uh, with the topic on board, it is very broad, and if one can talk about it, it depends how the person sees things. Uh, let me chip in this first before I move on to the answer. You see, when you write a letter like three, a, a number like three on the board or on the ground, it depends where you stand. That will let you know the number. 
one will say is E, others will say three, one will say M, others will say uh, it depends. So when you say the attitude of Ghanaians, is it questionable? From my perspective, I would say it's yes. Okay. It depends how all my listeners view it. Yes, in the sense that as Ghanaians, there are certain things we are supposed to do. Being a leader, a follower, a youth, an adult, a Christian, a Muslim, if you call yourself a Ghanaian, there is something that you have to do. And from where I stand, I see we Ghanaians have faith. Yesterday that we remember these great men in our history. And the question that we have to ask ourselves is, we that we are remembering them today, what will history write about ourselves? Okay. The years to come will our next generation also celebrate us as we are celebrating them. Wow. You we the youth or the youth in Ghana are moving from one office to other to present their CV, to present their application letters. Humbly dressed, they talk humbly as if they are angels. But when you employ them in that same organization, their attitude changes. Then you ask yourself, is it that person that I saw that few months or days ago? Some will write that I am a person who can work whether under supervision or not, under pressure or I, I can work. But when you employ such a person in your workplace and you have used to put pressure on that person, that person becomes to mammal. That this person is pressuring me, this work is so tedious. But you've forgotten that you were the one that said you can work under pressure. Our attitude towards work. When we are being employed, look at the time that we go to the workplace. When we go there, you see people not putting up their best. But at the end of the day, they wish the one who employed them to give them their salary or their wage. If you employ the person today, by tomorrow the person wants to ride in the big cars, go and rent apartment. We have forgotten that in life, you have to start from somewhere. Okay. We want to be rich within the sprinkle of an eye, of which is never done that way. So to me, if you ask me, is the attitude questionable? Yes. How are we dedicating our time to the development of the country? The little, the small area in which we live, the little work that we are doing. We want the government or the president to do certain things for us. But the question is, as we the citizens, do we pay our tax? That I was passing by and I heard 
a woman fighting with these tax collectors. Just paying one CD as your contribution toward the development of the country in which you live in. You, you don't want to pay. <laughs> then you come back to blame this president or this government that he hasn't done anything. But he's not a musician. Please, I'm not a politician. But we should face the fact that if we fail to do our part, we, we, we sit down, we are like, we don't care. Being the youth, the adults, if any politician comes on power within the four years giving, that person wants to be rich. Forgotten that there is something that you have to do. There is an accountability for you to give. But do we even so, think, uh, think about that? Hello? Yeah, do we even think about that? That is the problem. To me, if, if you occupy a place, the first thing that we have to ask ourselves is, why are we here? We, we heard some years ago, some months ago, that a whole boxer who went to fight, at the end of the day, loaned his money, his sweat to the state. Yeah, you're talking How about How many DK of us can do that? That's about $45,000. You're talking about yes. DK poison. Yes. Yeah, it's about $45,000. Those days, this man could have used it for something good. For, but because he had good mentality for the state, he had the mind of the state. He gave it out. And the state, the state has also paid the loan, paid back the loan. No. They've paid, but look at the number of years that they they paid the money. Okay. So had it not been that this money even came out to say, who would have even known that this is what he has done? That's also one thing. Today, if, if some people don't want to do anything freely, if you call these great men, these entrepreneurs that we know of, most of them even started working voluntarily. They will go to the office. I just want to work. You just give me anything to do. How many of the youth today can do that? But the youth today will also say that um, times are hard. There are, we, are in, we, are in, we are in tough times or tougher times than um, uh, the times were those days. And so if you give me anything you you'd want to give to me as an employee without any bargain or whatever um, that wouldn't suffice that is not going to be enough what about that also madiba there's there's one fact that we have that's my grandmother's mother used to tell me that the system is difficult this word will never leave our mind. We are going to say it. Our children are going to say it. But the thing is, 
those days, they did it. You see, if if you can't give, you can never receive. Look at how currently the youth are insulting their leaders. Being the king, the chief, the member of parliament, the president. But it will shock you that if you go to that person talking, that rubbish, excuse my word, to that personality, you won't find such a person in his or her family. <laughs> Maybe the person is not doing what is expected of him or her. No, but that is not the case. We have forgotten. And, and sometimes what pains me a lot is we claim we are Christians. Do you get it? Okay. We claim we are Christians and our life too is not reflecting that Christian life. Meanwhile, it is stated in the Bible, give honor to whom honor is due. If you, if you don't acknowledge that person, you will never receive anything from that person. Wow. We shouldn't forget they were being understood or they were being given to us by God. Okay. Because the Bible says, I am the one that understood kings. Do you get it? Yeah. So why should we speak negative things about them? So with then, then all... later when you want such a person to also help you, how will it work? So with I don't all know whether these, you get my point. Yes, I get you. But we, we, we can, um, with all these, maybe because of we are, time is fast spent. With all these, how do we, or what should the ordinary Ghanaian do? Well, you are stating things that the ordinary Ghanaian is doing that is not good, or that are not good. So how do we go about it as an ordinary Ghanaian, or as ordinary As Ghanians? an ordinary Ghanaian, as a citizen of this beloved country, when we wake up in the morning, we should ask ourselves, what can I do to contribute to the development of Ghana? Okay. So if you are a teacher, make sure that the people that you are teaching, the people you are lecturing, their life is in your hands. The little that you do can affect them whether being positively or negatively so you ask what am i going to do what would be my quota in the development of these people if i'm to go to work at six i have to make sure by six you are there do your part very well that no one can hold you responsible that you didn't do your work well so with this mentality, I think we can move forward. But if we sit down, always looking at people, pointing our finger at people, we forget that if you point one finger at someone, yours, you are using about three fingers to point to yourself. So that thing that you are saying about that person, even if negative, times three of it is pointing to you. 
So as an ordinary Ghanaian, let's do our part very well. All right. So sir. that if we are writing history, our name will be written. All right. So that if we are writing history, our name would be written. Sir, thank you very much for your time this evening on my Ghana. And so that was Mr. Felix Martin Adjman. So he shared with us that we should do something so that um, when we are not there, posterity will be kind with us. Thank you very much, FM, for your time this evening on Plush Radio Kumasi. So we, we go on to um, the next topic. Um, sorry, 4th August 1947, the formation of UGCC, the the aborigines rights protection society and what have you we're looking back at the journey so far so very soon we'll speak to the second guest timothy kwame amwa who is a political activist and um, Okay, so um, we welcome back to the Mangana here on Flash Radio, the ultimate radio experience. So on 4th August 1947, the Aboriginal Shrine Protection Society United Gold Coast Convention, the fight for independence, you know, it had started already, but um, a bit of history tells us that the uh, park grant, the Obichibilamte, uh, the Kwame Nkrumah, the Kufuado, the JB Dankwa, and what have you, um, were all there. So yesterday was 4th August um, 2022. So we're looking back at the journey so far. We're looking back at the journey so far to see if we've had some positives we look at the positives the um, the successes the challenges and so um one fine gentleman mr timothy and um, kwame amwa who is a political activist 
and a very noble man is here but will be or he has joined us on the phone very soon he will join us on the phone for him to share with us what he also thinks this is me my gun on plush radio kumasi Hello, sir. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, I'm sure you are fine. By his grace, I'm doing good and you. Yeah, we are fine over here. So, um, like we were saying, yesterday was our guest for, and then we it was a holiday to mark the Founders' Day. So, from 1947 um, through to yesterday, we're looking back at the journey so far. So, your opening remarks. But before then, who is Mr. Timothy Kwame Amwa? Tell us a bit about yourself, and then we continue from there. Okay, thank you very much. Um, I want to wish you a happy anniversary. Wow, thank you. You have done well. Um, what you are doing for Ghana and um, Kumasi as a whole. Um, secondly, I want to wish all your cherished listeners and viewers good evening. And um, may they continue to listen to these wonderful programs that will help them, educate them to acquire knowledge and skills so that they'll be able to help develop Ghana. Okay. My name is Timothy Kwamemwa. I'm a professional teacher. I'm also a motivational speaker. And then I'm a historian. I'm married. I'm married. That's all that I can say all right, about sir. myself. Okay, so uh, a teacher by profession, a motivational speaker, a political activist, a historian. Wow. So the journey so far, sir. Looking back at the journey so far from uh, the struggles of independence. Wow. Um, in fact, we have come a very long way, I must say. That all started when basically the British came to the Gold Coast and then as a means to uh, colonize the Gold Coast by actually bringing the bond of 1844 into existence. Later, when they wanted to find a means to colonize us and were able to achieve that. Later, along the line, um, the educated elite in the Gold Coast basically form a certain um, a certain group called Aborigines Right Society Protection, which was formed in the year 19, 1897, sorry, 1897, just to actually um, tell the British that, look, they are suppressing on their rights and freedoms of which they are not happy. And then basically that one was going on in the Gold Coast, you can mention the likes of... Um, Jacob Wilson say, um, you can mention the likes of um, um, other prominent people who played their uh, key roles to help actually fight for the rights and freedoms of their people. And then later, um, all these founding members, or all these great people, or we can call them the nationalists, they sat down and said, look, what the British people are doing to the ordinary Ghanaians or the Gold Coasters then was not actually good. So they decided to form what you call the United Gold Coast Convention. Basically, that was it was formed 4th August, basically, 
1947. The reason why they formed this um, UJCC was because they realized that the British were cheating them, were suppressing them, and then they were also actually um, infringing upon their rights, of which those educated elites were not even happy about. So they signed all the educated, the educated elites, and then they were not happy. So they formed the UGCC on 4th August 1947. Yeah. So basically, when they formed the UGCC, actually, in fact, the likes of um, um, Park Grants, Kate Bedema, Kojobosu, Kofibako, uh, all of them were actually trying to play their role to help Ghana gain independence. But then, um, when uh, Dr. Emmanuel Koje went to London, he actually saw this great man called Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. So when they formed the UGCC at first, it was known as a political movement. It was a movement just to help fight for them to gain their independence. So all the early nationalists that I've mentioned already played their part to help Ghana gain independence. But when Dr. Emmanuel Koji went to London and then he met Kwame Nkrumah, and he had a very good relationship with, with Kwame Nkrumah, basically, when he came to the UGCC, he recommended that Park Grants should actually invite Kwame Nkrumah to come and join this uh, UGCC to help them fight for independence. So when Kwame Nkrumah came and then they were actually playing their role to help Ghana gain independence. You see, the motto of the UGCC was self-government within the shortest possible time. So that slogan, that motto alone, Kwame Nkrumah was not happy with that. That look, why should we say that say, we should use a gradual process to gain our independence whilst they have already taken away our gold, our minerals, or our active men and women away as slaves, and we are still saying that it's a gradual process to gain independence. So Kwame Nkrumah had a different direction as to where the party should what, move towards. So basically on that, Pat Grant played a very good role because Pat Grant or George Afer Grant was the, the principal financier of the UGCC. So he didn't actually foot the bill or the everything, the expenses that Kwame Nkrumah has to come from Liverpool to uh, the Gold Coast. Um, he took all the expenses, everything, he paid for it. And basically, due to the direction of the party, Kwame Nkrumah said, look, I don't want to even move with you because you are saying self-government within the shortest possible time, of which I don't agree. So they, have a diff they had a different direction altogether. So history has it that a, a time came that Kwame Nkrumah was demoted from that position given as the organizing or secretary because he was the one organizing everything for the party, opening the party branches here and there, uh, organizing campaigns and rallies for the party. And he was, he was actually working assiduously to help the UGCC gain independence. But then uh, he, he, couldn't, um, he couldn't do anything regards to uh, uh, working the UGCC to help them gain independence. All right, so on that note, then Kwame Nkrumah left the UGCC. But then we had uh, some prominent people who played vital roles like JB, Dankwa, uh, Akuoje, Obisebi Lante, uh, Edward Okufado, and then the likes 
William Oforiata in a they were all there. They played their rules to help fight for independence because they were educated. So when they were actually trying to find their way to help Ghana gain independence, Kwame Nkrumah left the UGNCC and formed his own party, that is the CPP, the Convention People's Party. The reason was simple. They said Kwame Nkrumah brought in certain radical ideas. When we talk about radical ideas, we are talking about opinions and ideas of which it was, it was far from the norm because they used inside their own rules of which every member is supposed to work, to work with. But Kwame Kwame said, look, your, your, your rules, your opinions, you are saying that self-government within the shortest possible time, for me, I think it's high time we fight and then gain our independence. So he formed the, the CPP convince the likes of um, J.B. Dankwa, who was known as the doyan of good, good politics. He played vital roles. In fact, J.B. Dankwa, in fact, he played a key role of which he was the one champion the political, seeing everything, campaigns, rallies, was supporting Kwame Nkrumah. So when Kwame Nkrumah formed his own party known as the CPP, he was even the, the founder of the CPP. In fact, uh, Dr. Emmanuel Kouji also played a key role in helping Kwame Nkrumah to come to, to the Gold Coast to even help them to fight for independence. So if you look at all these great people that we're talking about, so on 12 June 1949, basically, uh, Kwame Nkrumah decided to form his own party, that's the CPP. So basically, um, it was imprisoned that they got the name the Big Six because they were six. They were six because when um, then, then, then time during the 1948 riot okay. that occurred in Accra, the disturbances actually when uh, Kovnebo the third was also um, saying that look, the, 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 the Europeans have actually imported their goods, their products of which Ghanaians actually patronized those goods and was affecting their local industries. So they decided to to actually organize a boycott against all these goods. And in fact, barely uh, after the, uh, the Second World War, that is 1939 to 1945, so three years down the line that they formed the UGCC, 1948, sorry, 1947, and then the 1948 route also came. So Kwame Nkrumah used that route as a way to maneuver, to convince people that, look, it's now time for us to gain our Jenny has been quite interesting, but um, sir, looking at such, uh, in fact, you've you've taken us, you've chronicled a series of things from 1897 through to 1947, 1948. Uh, but now we've we've looked at the journey, but still on the journey. Do you think? I, mean, I always want to ask this question: Do we think that Ghana was ready for independence as a then? Thank you very much, Madiba. Um, I think Ghana um, wasn't all that ready. The reason why I'm saying Ghana wasn't all that ready was that, in fact, when you compare Ghana to South Africa, 
In fact, Nelson Madidia Mandela, actually, see, they had a plan. They waited for the, 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 the white people to develop their country. And then it came to a point in time, they said, look, enough is now, we want you to leave our country. You see, some historians, some school of thought are saying that, in fact, Kwame was in a hit. In a hit because they wanted the, the British to help develop the country because they were doing so. They were doing so. When you look at all the things that they did in the Gold Coast, in fact, it was, it was so interesting that um, Kwame Nkrumah told that, look, um, they're taking our gold and stuff was the reason why he was saying that they should leave our country. But when you talk about the, 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 the psychological side, you talk about the mental aspect, when you talk about um, the, the ability to lead and to govern the country very well, I think um, Kwame Nkrumah was in his. That's why, um, in fact, a time came that a man called Bafa Kutujan was actually not happy with the decisions of Kwame Nkrumah. The, what he said, because he wanted a unitary system of government, and then Bafa Kutujan said, look, you want to be government. So Kwame Nkrumah was pushing, was pushing. So he used to have it that uh, Kwame Nkrumah wanted us to get a new pen before 1957. But then, we were in a haste. Kwame was in a haste to lead or to, 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 to actually help Ghana to gain her independence. So it was, it was what, um, actually that. Could um, that be the reason for the kind of struggles that we're going through currently as a country? Can we say so? Um, yes and no. Okay, so yes the yes... The so yes, yes. thing that, yeah, but the, but the yes is, the, is that fair. In fact, you see, we had a lot of intelligent people, um, scholars, people who were educated, and they were saying that they were ready to to lead and to actually rule their own people, and they have what it takes to do it. But then, Kwame Nkrumah said something. He said something. When he was declaring our independence um, at the old polo grounds, um, basically he said something. He said, yes, Ghanaians have supported him. The Gold Coast State have done that. All the nationalists have supported them to gain independence. But he said something that uh, we should change our attitude. Wow. We should change our mindset. Okay. So basically, yes, Kwame Kwame was saying it's time time the African is capable of managing his own affairs. That's what I said. Meaning that mentally, psychologically, emotionally, physically, financially, because we have all the, the resources at our disposal. That's why Kwame Kumar thought that, in fact, it's time for us to get independence. It's good for us. And the no was that, in fact, you see, the, the British, actually, they, though they took away our resources, but then they were developing the country for us. So they wanted us to get to a point where we said, look, we are now plus okay radio. Plus radio. We are now okay to plus radio. We are now okay plus to radio. Do whatever that we can do to help plus radio. Your country. Plus so, radio. So basically I would say yes and no. Okay, so um we still have some people or descendants or sons and daughters of those who fought for independence or yes, or who were part of the journey for freedom the journey for independence well notably the current president um his father was 
part of the fighters um, and some to the former president John Dramani Mahama his father also served in in Kroma's regime as the northern regional minister then uh, do, do you think that even with these they, they missed something they refused or to learn something from those who were part of the fighting for or for the fight of independence thank you very much i would say that um as you've already mentioned we look at edward kufado was a president for the republic of ghana yeah. he was the chief justice and then allies you see um basically um our leaders basically they are supposed to learn from their predecessors and what they did wrong they shouldn't have done it but politics is now taking over everything and they want to govern the country how they want to do it because they are in power. So basically, I would say that um, some are refusing to learn because basically, if you learn from your predecessors and then you know what they did that didn't help the country, then you, as the incumbent or the current uh, government, as opposed to uh, try to ensure that you do things that will help the people. So that's what I would say, Madiba. Yeah, thank you. But um, and also, don't you think that the successes of those people have um, disappointed or have um, let those who fought for the independence down? Please come again with your question. Yeah, I'm saying that those who fought for independence, you know, after them, their successes um, and everything. Don't you think that the uh, the successes of those who fought for independence have let them down? Have disappointed them in a way? Exactly, 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 Madiba. They have put, they have disappointed them because you see they fought, and then you see you can search where do you see coming from mansion or uh, houses. You see they were they were patriotic, they were committed. You see they fought to help Ghana gain independence, but our current leaders they have totally disappointed. Um, um, they are successes. In fact, you see, Kwame Nkrumah did a lot. When you take Kwame Nkrumah into that perspective, you want, you want Ghana to be the hub of a lot of industries. The glass factory, the shoe factory, the tie factory. Look at all the industries that Kwame Nkrumah established in Ghana here. You see, our current leaders, they're not able to maintain or even um, try to revamp all these industries. All these industries are glass. We have tire industry, glass industries, uh, shoe industries, everything. Kwame Nkrumah wanted Ghana to be the hub. But they have disappointed them. You see, because of their own parochial interest. You see, leaders of today or politicians, they are thinking about themselves and their family of the nation. So I would say they have disappointed um, their, 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 their predecessors. All right. So going forward, what do you think can be done to rewrite um, the wrongs um, to for us to have the rights? Basically, what I can say is that we, as a, um, a country, our leaders are supposed to um, try and get I maybe mean, a develop a development plan. Okay. Just as what Gettysburg did, you see. Say Alan Banks also got the same thing. They had like a plan, a 40-year plan, 50-year, 30-year plan. 
The plan is there. The blueprint is there. So when you come into power, you are supposed to follow the same trend to develop the country. But when they come, they come with their own um, ideas, manifestos here and there. So basically, if they are able to get a plan and they are able to um, finish the, pre the previous government uh, project, I think they will be able to uh, help Ghana. Um, plus radio. And plus radio. Than, uh, what we are seeing right now. All right, sir. So your final words before we end the conversation. My final words is that, you see, um, now it's now Founders Day. The attention is not only on Kwame Nkrumah, but the other people. That is the big six yes. in general. Sure. In fact, um, you know, the current government, they are doing their best to develop the country. We as citizens, we play our role because a president, His Excellency, the said, we should be citizens, but not spectators. Exactly. So when you come together as citizens, you do our best, we pay our taxes. In fact, we try to um, keep our surroundings, our environment clean. We make sure that what we're supposed to do as citizens, we do to help the government develop the country. Look, when this illegal thing came, a lot of Ghanaians were crying here and there, here and there. Illegal coming to kill us. These taxes are not helping. But if you go to all the Western countries, basically, they use taxes to develop the country. So if we want to be a better place, in fact, we should all help. We should all try and pay our taxes. We, also, we should try and make sure that uh, we do our best to support any government who come in power to govern the country so that Ghana will be a better place for us all. Yeah, so we should all try to support whatever government that will come uh, on power or in power so that Ghana will be a better place that we are all aspiring or hoping to see in. Thank you very much, sir, for your time this evening on Plus Radio Kumasi. Thank you very much. I'm grateful. All right, sir. So just right. gone by is Mr. Timothy Kwame Amwa, a historian, a teacher by profession, a motivational speaker, a political activist.
Okay, so thank you very much, Mr. Felix Martin Ajiman and Mr. Timothy Kwame Amwa. Uh, both teachers by profession. One is a historian, one is a religious leader as well. The historian is also a motivational speaker and a political activist. Thank you very much to our guest. Um, um, time check is 7. 10 p.m. according to the studio clock and i gotta go i gotta go i gotta go coming up a story night with respa thank you very much mama in ghana at one thank you very much bobby thank you very much thirsty thank you very much to all the guests the names i mentioned they were in no particular order in no particular preference my name is emmanuel kweku from paul manson affectionately called madiba we come your way again same time next week but i promise it's going to be earlier than it is today or it had been today and so when you stop to say a prayer say one for us too god bless good evening